Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for returning for another segment of Health Professional Radio. We're going to be speaking with Dr. Milan Han and Tracy in this segment. Uh, Dr. Han is joining us as Professor of Medicine and Chief of the Division of Pulmonary and Critical Care at the University of Michigan. She's going to talk about chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD, the importance of correctly identifying the risks, symptoms, and exacerbations, and knowing what to ask your doctor to make sure that you know your risk and possibly if you actually need to be treated. Uh, she's joined by Tracy. Tracy is a patient living with COPD. She's going to talk about her journey and what she wished she knew before her diagnosis. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, both Dr. Han and Tracy. Thank you both for joining us this morning. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Dr. Han, I did, of course, mention your position at the University of Michigan. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself and what led you into the pulmonary field. So I am a pulmonologist at the University of Michigan, and I've been practicing here for roughly the last uh, 20 years. Uh, you know, I was drawn to pulmonary medicine and particularly the COPD patient population because I felt like there was a great need and that there that was a place where I could maybe do some good. Uh, patients who have COPD in particular uh, tend uh, to, unfortunately, sometimes get pushed aside, ignored. Uh, there's certainly not enough awareness. There's not enough funding. We don't have enough uh, treatments. Many of the patients live in rural areas, and, and some are socioeconomically disadvantaged, so they have a difficult time speaking up for themselves. So I, I really felt like it was an area where I, I could do so good. So that's been a huge focus area for me for the last 20 years or so. And Tracy, tell us a bit about yourself briefly and what was going on in your life when you were diagnosed? Um, I kind of knew something was wrong. Um, I was having problems breathing. I was working at a hard, you know, a very physical job. But um, I did not. It, it's been about seven years, eight years. I haven't I didn't want to hear the words. I knew what it was, but I just didn't want to hear the words said saying I had COPD. And the problem with that is I waited too long. So when I got diagnosed, I got diagnosed at the severe stage. Mm. Yeah. So that's why you shouldn't wait. Yeah. Doctor, is that something that you see typically when patients uh, finally come to you? Have they waited too long? So early diagnosis is important, but unfortunately, you're right. Tracy's story is a common one that often patients are picked up quite late. Uh, but, you know, the, the problem really isn't just about patients. It's really both patients and physicians. For one thing, uh, there's an awareness problem. A lot of patients aren't aware of the signs and symptoms. Uh, we know there are risk factors like tobacco, but, you know, a quarter of patients who have COPD actually never smoked. Uh, there can be a lot of other things, other uh, types of occupational exposures or even things that happen during childhood, secondhand smoke exposure. And then physicians just don't do a good enough job screening. I know primary care physicians have a lot on their plate. There's a lot of other things that they need to get done during those visits. And, and this may not be the first thing that patients want to bring up because maybe they, as Tracy mentioned, they don't want to hear about the diagnosis, but the onus really is on on physicians to to ask about not just symptoms but activity limitations and as as well as patients i know it's a little bit like ripping off a band-aid in terms of looking under the covers and 
and seeing what's there. But uh, if there's anyone out there listening, you know, to this uh, that has any questions about that, that it's really the the best thing to do because once we know what uh, is going on with patients, then we can start to intervene and help them. November is uh, COPD Awareness Month. Tracy, what were some of your symptoms? You say you knew what it was. It had you had had it for a while. You were diagnosed in the late stages. What were your symptoms? And doctor, are there any symptoms that Tracy experienced once we hear from her that are atypical or is it pretty much par for the course what we're about to hear? Um, shortness of breath, not being able to go up a flight of stairs without feeling like I was going to faint. Um, I had problems. Uh, I felt like I was going to faint quite often. Uh, and but and the shortness of breath. And I had, I had smoked earlier in my life, but I had already quit smoking. So I knew that that's probably what it was. But like I said, I did not want to hear the words. So I just ignored it, but it was very, the shortness of breath, not being able to keep up with the activity. I always did uh, being a little bit harder at work, being that I was in a physical environment so I would say the main thing was the shortness of breath and feeling faint. Hmm. Doctor? So, yeah, so the shortness of breath, particularly with exercise, is quite common. But sometimes what people will do is they'll just cut back their exercise or find ways around it so that they don't experience shortness of breath. So sometimes if a physician asks a patient, oh, are you know, having problems with shortness of breath, they might say no. And then you really have to dig into... Uh, what they're doing, and and then you would find out, oh, well, I quit taking the stairs or I quit walking to work or things like that. So with Tracy having a physical job, she couldn't really stop. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that that kind of symptom is is quite common. But sometimes we'll see patients present just with frequent episodes of what gets diagnosed as bronchitis. So they'll come in, they'll have a flare-up, not be able to breathe, get antibiotics, maybe some steroids, get better, and this just keeps happening and happening. And then for some patients, believe it or not, their first presentation actually is a hospitalization where suddenly they say they get a viral illness and then they simply cannot breathe at all and, and they end up in the hospital. And uh, it, it can be quite surprising just how severe those patients can be and that be the first time uh, that someone suspected a diagnosis of COPD. Uh, so uh, there can be a variety of, of presentations, but certainly that shortness of breath with the activity that Tracy describes is quite common. What questions should a person ask of their doctor if they suspect, as Tracy did, that there's a problem? Well, the, the first thing that uh, doctors need to do is to order uh, lung function testing, and in particular, spirometry. That's really the only way uh, that we can know if a patient has uh, airflow obstruction or not that would help mm-hmm. to diagnose them uh, with COPD. Now, we are beginning to understand from a medical perspective that there can be a lot of abnormalities that uh, are present even before spirometry becomes abnormal. Unfortunately, as a, you know, we're still trying to figure out what to do about those patients, but certainly uh, smoking cessation or limiting other exposures, ensuring appropriate vaccinations and precautions, particularly uh, this time of year during respiratory virus season, are all things that are going to be important regardless of whether patients meet uh, spirometric criteria or not, but we did just publish a, a study in the New England Journal of Medicine called the Rethink Study, and and that demonstrated that really it's 
patients that do have the abnormal spirometry that would qualify them for CPD that really benefit from a symptom perspective with bronchodilators. So getting that testing done will at least at a minimum uh, help physicians uh, understand uh, if the patient meets uh, criteria for COPD and how bad it is. But I would also say that if the patient is still experiencing a lot of symptoms and the spirometry test is normal, it is not unreasonable to go ahead and move the patient onto a CT scan. Um, I just had a, a patient like this, and it turned out she actually had some fibrotic changes, suggesting a totally different disorder. Um, but because she had a smoking history, it was just assumed that that's what she had. So uh, I think that the, the bottom line is we first we start with, with the pulmonary function testing, the spirometry. But if the pieces don't fit together, then you may need to move on to additional testing, such as the CT scan. Tracy, what is it that you wish you knew before your diagnosis? And then give us some resources where our listeners can learn more. I w- first of all, I wish I had never smoked. Second of all, I wish there would have been more information out there. Now, once I learned that I had it, I went on the Internet and I looked up everything possible. I joined groups. Um, I found I've been through several doctors and I finally found one I really trust and like. Um, I think the main thing is you have to do your research yourself. You have to, there's always new things coming out, new medicines, and you will find something that works for you eventually, but you need to stay proactive and not just sit and wait for something to happen because if you don't, you don't know anything about it. Um, I go to all kinds of COPD websites. Um, I'm part of groups. I ask questions of my doctor. I send messages to my doctor if I need to know something, and that's the main thing, I think keeping your mind open to new things, going on and investigating things yourself, uh, speaking to other people, and keeping in contact with your doctor. And some websites where we can learn more. Yeah, there are a couple of really good uh, websites that our listeners can go to. There's uh, speakupforcopd.com, listentoyourlungs.com, and uh, the copdfoundation.org website as well. Well, I appreciate both of you uh, lending us some of your time this morning. Uh, Dr. Milan Han and Tracy, thank you both for joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Milan Han and Tracy. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.com. FM and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at Anchor Spotify, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.